0: A congregation ooh we have a tasted treat for you today welcome back to scam goddess it's me lacey mosley aka scam goddess the show that's all about fraud and uh usually cheering for it maybe not today though so today i'm very hmm, yes yes excited i'm gonna switch it up on y'all in a little bit i'm not gonna say that anymore i don't know i like it uh but i'm really i really am excited today we have two amazing guests for you come on double the pleasure double the fun tess barker and babs gray they're Comedians, writers, and podcasters who launched the podcast Britney's Graham in 2017, which kicked off the international free Britney movement. Together, they co-host the podcast Toxic, the Britney Spears story, and the Lady to Lady podcast, which I have been on. It's very fun, along with Brandy Posey. Also, check out Babs' first stand-up album called If I Did. Available to buy or stream now. Get on the interwebs. Congregation, welcome Tess Barker and Babs Gray to the show. Hey, Hey! Hi, hey. Lacey!
1: Oh my God! So excited to be here! So excited! How are you, ladies? Doing? Doing great! You know, kind of riding high. We got some good Brittany news this week. Uh, mm. The pumpkin spice uh, smoothie is back at Jamba Juice, so I'm having a pretty good day. <laughs> Wait a minute! Pumpkin spice smoothie? Yeah, smoothie? And, like, and I, yeah, yes, and it's it is way it, it's exactly what you think it is it's a milkshake it's, it, it's just a milkshake yeah. but they have the new the new one they have with oat milk so it's dairy free oh never mind about it's, about a smoothie. It. It's, a smoothie. it's a smoothie it's a smoothie yeah <laughs> oh okay look I
0: was about to say like maybe I need to get one of those do I turn into a white woman instantly after I take a first sip
1: yeah yeah you take a first sip and then you're rude to the cashier right away <laughs> so <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I'm like,
0: now I'm calling cops on people in the Jamba Just one sip. No, I love it. Okay, guys. Well, I have to ask first, before we get into our first segment, uh, we'll start with you, Babs. Like, what's your relationship with scams? Have you ever been scammed? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Like, what's your vibe? I have to say it, shockingly, never been scammed, which I cannot
1: believe.
2: I think that I know that I'm easily scammable, so I avoid scam situations in general. Like Scientology, I can't go in that building because I will become a Scientologist. You know what I mean? Uh, So so I think I know how to stay away. But yeah, I like scams. I like them, if I'm looking at true crime, scams are my favorite kind because murder, that's a little too much for me. That's a little too gory. Scams, they're inventive. It's a puzzle. I think it's, you know, I'm a fan of them generally. <laughs> generally.
0: Maybe not today's episode, but, not today, generally. but generally. Yes. Okay, I get that. Like, I feel like I could go in the Scientology building, but they wouldn't like me because they would know I would just be in there being a voyeur. I'm just trying to see where Zena I'm at, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get on the boat. They still do a sea work. That's a cruise. Like... Look, yeah. Is there mimosas on the boat? I might be Right. Down. I heard they yeah. have a brunch. So I was like, what's <laughs> popping with this brunch? I get free brunch. Y'all get to talk to me about... um. L. Ron, like that's sure. fine. I, I love me some L. Ron. Just kidding. I don't. But <laughs> I, I would get kicked out of Scientology. I'd go on the Sea Org. You're supposed to work on that boat. I would definitely just be in there chilling. They're like, Liz, you're not contributing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're not going to be one of the people like riding around on a bicycle in Hollywood, kind of like spreading the good word.
0: Right. They, they stand on the corner and they really be working them corners hard. OK. Oh, Pretty yeah, woman yeah. ain't got shit on Scientology. <laughs> no. OK. They out there
1: showing a little leg. They like, y'all go. Y'all going to get with Xenom or else. So, <laughs> And yeah. they all are just joylessly smoking cigarettes all the time. <laughs> They're so the this last one in saying. Los Angeles that smoke. I... This is all the reasons why I have to
2: avoid her because it sounds I want in and I know it's a scam.
0: We just see Babs on the corner with like a fistful of cigarettes wearing like a button down (laughs) with a with a clip on tie.
2: (laughs) I'll be wearing a clip on tie with the pretty woman dress with the circle thing in the middle, just like a combo.
0: Yes. So maybe I'll post on the Scam Goddess Instagram. I did a bit where I was just in front of the Scientology building harassing people. It's funny, though. It's not mean, but it's insane. Um, but wait, so Tess, what is your relationship with scams? I cannot believe Babs has never been scammed. You are my unicorn. I get scammed all the time. And I ca- I host a show called Scam Goddess. You would think. <laughs> I mean, I probably maybe I haven't.
2: I just didn't know. I've certainly dated a lot of pieces of shit but I don't think I've ever oh, lost mo- I've never scam. lost money from it aside from like paying for their dinners and stuff
0: oh yeah look I pay for some dinners too cishet men <laughs> are a scam okay they yes. are a whole scam. in general we know that a robbery mm-hmm. and you know that it's like you going you know you gonna get robbed you know yeah, you it's, just like hope- by,
1: it's like buying a beer at a dodger game I know it's a rip-off I want right?
0: <laughs> You know it's a ripoff but you still want it and that's exactly how I feel. Like if a man stays in my house and like we've been dating or something like I still wake up even if we've been dating for a while and I'll check my purse and make sure all the contents are there when they leave but like if a woman stays with me like I'm not checking for that I'm like this is fine but if a man's there I'm like let me make sure this nigga didn't rob me. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: before he leaves but Tess what is your relationship with scams oh I have um, a multifaceted relationship with scams I love scams um, in terms of acting them out um I'm a really good scammer when I comes... Acting them out? <laughs> That's the best version
0: of I'm a scammer
1: I've ever heard. It was so artistic. You know, I love scams. I love performing them. Yes. <laughs> and it is my yes. best scams. I'm, I've always been very good at calling in sick to work or school. Mm. I, and I do, when I say act them out, I do act them out. Like, you, the people don't realize, if you're calling in sick, lay down. They can tell if you're <laughs> laying down or standing up. Okay, you yes. listening?
2: <laughs> That's a great tip.
0: Tess is laying down tips.
1: <laughs> Write the book, Tess. And oh you gotta yeah, lay down. Okay, so you gotta you lay down. Lay down. Uh, Here's my other one. If you I'm need to get out of work it. for two days, tell them you gotta have minor surgery because uh-huh. they won't ask any other questions. If it's a bigger surgery, they're gonna be like actually concerned. But minor mm. surgery, they're gonna assume it's about your vagina, and there uh-huh. will be no further questions. Right. Oh,
0: you're right. And I feel like you can just if you have a vagina out there, you could really just be like, Yeah, I got some polyps on my vagina. And they'll be like, You know, all right, you good. Don't come in. Don't come in. Wait, if I lay down, it's like, Hello. Hello. See? Polyps. Polyps. I I have a um I have an um outpatient surgery today. Like, why did you request time off? It's um It's a minor emergency. Wait, it does work though. Your
1: voice changes when you lay
2: down. See, see. I always use food poisoning, and now like
1: I realize that was just nothing. That was oh no, girl. That's what food poisoning is like. You got a flat tire. Everyone knows that one. Mm. Yeah. So there you guys go. But I've also I've been scammed. I've fallen (laughs) for. This is how easily scammed I am. You know the one where the guy, I used to have, my whole life I've had busted cars, so the, like, the one where <laughs> no, you guys know this one, I'm gonna listen, I, I had a raggedy ass car too and uh, I
0: didn't even give a shit I remember one time a bus hit me like, clipped me on the freeway and tore half my bumper off, I didn't even notice and so I was like, why is everybody staring at me just because I'm cute and I was like, let me pull over, my bumper was hanging off the car, making little uh,
1: sparks and shit, I was just like la 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 <laughs> Your so, bumper okay. is gonna set your car on fire for insurance money. Yeah. So you so you've had some hoopties. Okay. So I've had some hoopties, and I know I. You guys know this scam where you're at the gas station, and the guy's like, "Hey, I can fix that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, uh, I'll fix it for you for cheap. Then you tell your insurance that you got it fixed. They'll pay you back, and you'll make some money. Do you guys know this scam? Yes, I do. I do. Well, I did fall for that, and that guy don't. They're not, at least in my case, it wasn't someone who actually knew how to fix cars. He made it, like, so much worse. What was wrong with it? I had, like, gotten into an accident, and I had a huge dent on my passenger side door. Like, you could see where the Mm -hmm. other car, like, scraped my entire door. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, it needed, like, I needed a new door, basically. Okay, but he was uh, like, "Don't worry, do. I could pop that out." Right? Yeah. Was he
0: punching it with his fists? Like, yeah, what did he do? it was. It was, and
1: I can pop that out, and then I'll buff it. He goes, I'll, "I can pop that out, and then I'll buff it, and it'll look like new." So he pops it out, and then he buffs it with like this shit that looks—it's like white grease, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "It's just gonna take a couple hours to dry." I pay this guy five hundred dollars. He drives off. The shit never dries. It just stays <laughs> like white and greasy. <laughs> the dentist's still there and this guy is nowhere to be found.
2: Your car just has <laughs> an oczema like stain yes, right. on it. Exactly. Oh, I like, he put some
1: lotion on your car like it was ashy. Like, no.
0: Yes. Oh. Hey sis, your car look a little ashy. I'll put some lotion on it for $500. <laughs> and then he drove off. Nah, bruh. You can't ever get nothing fixed by somebody in a, a motor vehicle. They they too mobile. Like, I That's gotta be right. able to come back to your shop. Like, yeah. we gotta go to your shop.
1: Yeah. You, you, might you think can't fix it'd... my
0: shit on a moped. <laughs> you know you can weave between lanes. I'll never find you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Try not to cut illicit deals with people who are in the getaway vehicle. Yeah, would be my advice. Yeah.
0: That's a good sign. If somebody's <laughs> trying to offer to do something and they are mobile, like extremely <laughs> mobile, don't do it. They need to be stationary. If they can get in the car or the motorcycle like immediately, that's a no go for me. Exactly. I feel you. That's a that's a common scam. I used to get so offended. My last car, I don't even know why I got offended because the shit was raggedy. Um, Ford JK, if y'all sponsored the show, I love Fords. <laughs> um, but I used to get those signs that said we buy junk cars like all the time. I was like, damn, this is insulting. Can y'all just say we buy
1: used cars? Like, how you gonna just put the shit out here and be like, your car is ass. We will buy it. Thank you, girl. <laughs> and have you ever found out? I know I found out that my car was a junk car from one of those cards. I
2: oh, it yeah. Was all right oh, cause... it's like they're nagging me into giving them my car. Right? I've had that happen <laughs> so many times. It always, it's like in there underneath all the dead leaves are on top of the windshield they're like yeah yep. we're gonna just jam it in there let her know what she let her know what she's there's doing.
0: like four other cards in there like we'll put ours on top we'll take the rest out it's so disrespectful i would i feel like if y'all were like we buy a beautiful cars, i would feel more i would feel better about going over there you're already telling me my shit is junk i know you ain't gonna give me a good price exactly Exactly. Like We buy lemons. <laughs> don't you want yeah. better for yourself? Let us buy this car for you
1: because <laughs> it's tragic. I, you would I be happier, happier crawling. Yeah.
2: All of those who've driven a piece of shit car. I mean, I've definitely been approached by guys as well to mm-hmm. fix a random thing.
0: I feel like as a woman, it probably happens more to us, too, because men just assume like, oh, she's a woman. Like, she don't know anything about cars. And look, they write about me. I don't. <laughs> me yeah. too.
2: No, it's <laughs> actually
1: shit. correct. No. But My I know skin.
2: enough that I I don't want this fixed now. Also I know enough that I can just drive a- around with it looking like shit forever. That's also See, yeah. The
0: <laughs> only reason that I, well, I've, I've upgraded since, but the only reason I was like, I got to get rid of this car is because you get pulled over more often if your car is raggedy, yeah. especially in nice mm-hmm. neighborhoods because the police, like if I went to Beverly Hills, bro, they would run my tags. I wasn't even doing anything illegal. They would run my tags. I got told out there because they were like, this bitch, we know something wrong because her car, if her car looked like this, she definitely got some fines or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I <laughs> she didn't even say- fix her car. She definitely ain't paying the gun
1: government <laughs> in the <Exactly>. right. <laughs> and they're right they profile i will <laughs> say I, I my car i keep it messy my husband is like a neater person than i am so my car is my little pig pen where i just really i got jeans in there right now i got empty I uh that. empty fast food wrappers all that and i do when i go on my runs sometimes i will leave my keys in my unlocked car because of that like no one's gonna try to it's hiding in <laughs> Ooh, plain sight i'm gonna give you the opposite though If
0: you have shit in your car and there is somebody around, they will bust a window to get in that bitch. At least your doors weren't locked. Cause I got, I've had my car robbed twice. Um, once it was in my garage at my old place, but it was kind of in the, it was in Hollywood. So, you know, like yeah, helicopters all the time, you know, everybody's uh, trying to get away on foot from robberies constantly. That caused a lot of traffic. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um they were like, they escaped into this neighborhood. You can't go home. What? <laughs> like that literally happened to me. Um, But one time the, the last time luckily my door was unlocked so they just went in and they took like my deodorant they took like my sunglasses and stuff like that and I was like oh this must be an unhoused person if they if they jack my little uh, yeah. you know emergency deodorant so I didn't feel that bad and they didn't break my window so I didn't have to pay for anything and they left some armor all wipes so I was like damn y'all trying to say I need to clean up the fuck is these uh, <laughs> maybe they were wiping <laughs> fingerprints but I was like bitch how y'all gonna leave some wipes in here talking about bitch you need to wipe these leather seats down I felt insulted <laughs> um um, but the first time i got robbed was also in a damn garage and i had a bunch of wigs and shit in my car because at the time i was doing sketch comedy so you got to have a lot of highly flammable oh, yeah. wigs so y'all know yeah and <laughs> they broke into my car bust bust the fucking window they put a maxi pad on the window so they could absorb the sound damn i'm telling y'all how to break into cars and um they busted the like a,
1: a maxi pad like for periods
0: Yeah. It was a Maxi pad on the window when we found the car. Um, Because I guess it absorbs the sound of them hitting the glass while they're trying to get it to break.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: And so I I came down, saw it, and I'm like, oh, my God. Because I did have some expensive shit in there. But because the wigs and stuff were in there, they didn't take anything. And honestly, I was offended. I was like, how you going to break my window and then be like... Ain't the shit in here? <laughs> yeah, it's I I want to say like then
2: a week later you just saw all of them wearing your wigs. I would love that.
0: Time. I would love that more if I just saw a bunch of people on the street wearing my wigs. I would be proud. But they were like, we don't want this bitch's cheap shit. And my but my mom was always like, you can't leave stuff in your car because people will think like, oh, if I bust it open, I'm gonna get There's some loot. something be something. But don't you
1: think like I'm such a like it, the items that I'm displaying. I don't think put off the vibe of like there's some good shit in here.
0: I have flammable wigs, girl. That's they didn't true. look that good and clothes, and they they bust my shit with a okay. maxi pad. They was dedicated. Okay, finally, still so get a
1: car wash today. Okay, fine.
0: Yes, <laughs> I'm not saying wash the outside. I'm saying like put all that shit in the trunk or something because the girls will rob. And but it's not even about robbery. It's about like you don't want them to bust your window. Then you gotta pay for that shit. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what annoyed me. I was like, y'all couldn't like break into the door or something? Y'all got to bust the window? Goddamn. So let's get into our first segment. 16 minutes in. I love this for us. <laughs> uh, what's hot and fraud? This is where we warn our listeners about popping scams and the zeitgeist. But more often than not these days, we get a letter from you guys. As always, snitch on your friends and family at pot at gmail.com. Just make sure your scam's retired so we don't what? Yes, fuck up your bag. All right. So today I need a fake name from you guys. Either one. And we don't care about gender. Frankenfurt. (laughs) Frankenfurt. Love it. So Frankenfurt says, hey, Lacey. Hey, Frankenfurt. A few weeks ago, I received a call from an unknown number. A man who sounded vaguely threatening asked me by, or asked for me by name, claiming he was a process server and that I was being sued for outstanding debt owed to a collection agency. He gave me a number to call and told me I could either make payment arrangements or he'd come to my place of employment the next day and serve me lawsuit papers. Um, that's how, I'm gonna pause right there. First of all, how you gonna tell me you gonna serve me tomorrow? I'm just not gonna be there. Do you know how serving works? You gotta surprise right. people. <laughs> like you gotta be like, oh, we having a birthday party, and then you get there on the birthday, and it ain't no birthday, and then somebody serving you. Like that's how you gotta do it. That's how Carucci did Chris Brown. I think it was his birthday party. and He was at the club. The lawyer Nuh-uh. came to the club and was like, "We fly high, no lie. We bought <laughs> <in."> lawsuit." Like,
1: <laughs> and he gave him. He like a bottle of order. vodka. On a right, platter? he came over. Like <laughs>
0: a, a bottle service girl came over, and it was like a bottle wrapped around like legal paperwork. <laughs> yes,
2: I would absolutely do that if I was a server. Like, wouldn't you? If you if you were the person serving these notices, you'd like. That's where all the wigs come in. Like, yes. all right, well, yeah, what disguise can I wear today?
0: If your whole job is serving people, I hope you're out there having fun. Babs, you're absolutely right. Like, I want wigs. I want costumes. I want you to show up like the UPS man and and the package is a lawsuit. Like... (laughs) Yeah. Pizza delivery. Yeah. Oh, like they open a pizza box and it's a lawsuit. Yes. yes! That's exciting. <laughs> now I hope they're doing stuff like that because that's how I would do it. Put some flair in it. Have fun with your job. Um, if anybody does this, y'all tweet me and tell me if y'all do anything fun because I think that's how you should do it. Like I would always come in disguise. I would never just show up in a suit like you're served. No. I'm like I got served by a lady in a nurse costume. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> even at the hospital. <laughs> I'll be at Party City every day like what am I going to serve the girls today? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's continue this. Frankfurt says, Frankfurt says, at this point, I was about 50-50 on whether this was a scam. So I called the number. Okay, Frank first, so you owe somebody some coins. Because if they called and said you owe Bank of America, you were like, well, I do owe a lot of people. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, they're Navient, my cousin. He was like going down the list like, mm, I could. This could be <laughs> true. Finally, something's coming back
2: on my ass. I always feel that, like, when I get in trouble for something, even though it's not my fault, I'm like, well, I have
0: done other fucked up shit. So maybe this is... That's a healthy way to look at it. I like that. (laughs) And collection agencies, like the whole situation is like... Uh, people will outsource their debt um, that they need to the collection agency so the collection agency can harass you and then in turn, the collection agency gets like a little piece of the debt if they can right. get you to pay. But they really don't have anything but phone calls. And this is so trifling because I have definitely have enough money to pay whoever they're trying to... But I be getting calls sometimes from a collection agency and they'll be like, this call might be recorded. I just hang up.
1: Or they be like, hello, you hear like a doo-doo. Is this Lacey Mosley?
0: Boop. i'll just hang up
1: Boop. girl i'm in the same place i finally have money for like the first time in my life and like i'm like what's well, not going to that that's not real
0: <laughs> my credit is fine <laughs> i can get a house i got a home loan i ain't never paying y'all back y'all no. don't got enough on me sorry well, my credit
1: is great <laughs> and do they not and know that we all you. Have... no sequoia financial hello fuck off. we have fucking <laughs> caller id now No, we're not answering unidentified calls. This isn't our first But they be switching it up. So
0: sometimes Mm -hmm. they'll call from an area code that's from your area code, which I'm from Texas. So if I see a 214 and I don't know it, bro, I'm not picking up. Like if I see a 972 and I don't know it, nah. But they'll call from places that they think you'll like pick up. Or now, sometimes for some weird reason, maybe there's a way you can program this in your phone, but I'll get phone calls and it'll say a name. And I think, That they think like, oh, you'll assume this is someone in your contacts because there's a name Mm. on the phone call. Yeah. And meanwhile, you ain't never met this person in your life. I was like, oh, that was a good one. They got me on that one a couple of times. And be like, dude, this is Sequoia. I'm like, (laughs) Bah. I'm so petty. I could definitely pay them. And I'm just not going to.
1: No, there's a million things I'd rather do. Also, it falls off after like a certain amount of years. Mm -hmm. They just chalk it to the game. And I'm like, yeah, y'all better just charge it to the game, girl,
0: because I'm (laughs) not going to get to you.
2: It's like, I already used that money, so it's not real. It's yeah. It's just a non-existent number in your fucking computer. Like, whatever. right.
0: Money ain't real. Nothing's real. So, yeah. it's a vibe, you know? <laughs> Currency <laughs> is a vibe. And I'm not vibing with paying people back. No. <laughs> All the people I'm paying back is uh, the government. I had one student loan, because I went to school on a full scholarship, but... A full tuition, but I had to pay for housing. And uh, my parents got a loan, and then they paid their loan off for me... And then my loan, I was like, so y'all going to lead a one in my name? Does that how y'all going to do me? But <laughs> they supported me throughout my struggling acting career, so I can't even say shit. Love y'all. Um, so a woman's, so remember, at this point, he's 50-50 because he does know he owes some people. So he says a woman who seemed very irritated answered because he called the number. And he said a woman was seemed very irritated. And she answered and said nothing but, hello, law office. No first name, no company name, just <laughs> law office. <laughs> this sounded like this must be the scammer's girlfriend. And she was like, babe, I don't I don't wanna do this today. Girl, come on, we gotta get these, these this fake lawsuits off. Hello? Law Office (laughs) Incorporated of Law. Like, giving the girls nothing. So I told her about the call I received, and she looked up my name, then told me I owed Bank of America $8,000 and that I could either make a payment now or let them sue you. She claimed that they had already sent me a letter requesting payment that I hadn't received. How do you know I ain't received the letter? Maybe he's saying he didn't receive it. Um, She also had the last four digits of my social security number somehow, now again making it seem somewhat believable damn how's she get yeah. the last four no, I, don't, I don't like that that's like easy
1: that. you guys that one's yeah. easy the you last got, four is out there yeah that's out there anything that you give anyone is out there your phone number all that you know i us, know but, it's all out there it's but all this, out there you know i haven't seen the the that out there yeah
0: so it says i told the woman i would wait to be served the papers and take it from there I then spent the day calling Bank of America and checking my credit report to make sure I didn't have any debt I had forgotten about. I love you said, I have any debt that I had forgotten about. He's like, I got debt. I know (laughs) where it's at. (laughs) I'm just trying to make sure there's no crumbs of debt that I forgot about. so um which of course he says i didn't i never got served papers or received another call but it's a little scary that they have the last four digits of my social i guess our information gets compromised all the time so stay vigilant yep it does mm-hmm.
2: but just feel good that they needed to call you because they didn't have enough info to fuck you over so that's a really good you wouldn't have gotten that it. phone call if they were all good to go
0: Right. They would have just robbed you if they had everything yeah. they needed. And that's another thing that should be a vote of confidence, guys. I always say this on this podcast. If something don't sound right, just hang up. You can just hang up the phone. Yes. It's not even personal. You're not face to face. Just hang up the phone. Yeah. Like because people will try you. And if you get scared or you start volunteering information, it might be over for your ass. So Well, like, and like even if it is Bank of America, hang up.
2: Yeah, they Hi. will get in contact with you. if they really fucking need to. They'll figure, and you'll realize it's the real thing. Yes, I've, I I oh. fuck with those people all the time. Like I, I, there was that one scam going around. I'm sure you talked about it, Lacey, where mm-hmm. it was like, did your credit card buy something in this other state? And it was this whole mm-hmm. thing. And they were like, you're going to be investigated by the FBI or something. And I was like, and he goes, did your card buy this and this in Texas on this date? And I go, yeah. It did. And he, like, didn't know what to do because I said yes.
0: <laughs> you were so like, just... yee And he was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Damn it.
2: Yeah, and he just, like, didn't know how to handle it. And then he was like, what do you do for a living? I don't know. I just made up all this dumb fake shit. What and, do you, you know. do
0: for a living, sir? Why are you in my business? <laughs> yeah. What are you got?
2: What are you doing tonight? Like, what's what's your right. date? Is
0: this a date? You go out with him, you marry him. <laughs> uh, it started with a scam and it ended with romance. That uh, is, I
2: mean, lifetime movie. Let's mm-hmm. do it.
0: Right. Uh, okay, so I last thought about this. I have never known Bank of America to let you charge money to them without them recouping it. Like now, if you have a negative balance, like that might happen. But Bank of America won't even let you buy shit if they're like, you can't afford it. Like, They'll just stop your car. They don't let you, like they rarely let you go into the negative. Like if it's an auto pay thing, I think they'll let you. But if you're trying to swipe on some $60 meal and you only got 30, Bank of America be like, hey girl.
1: They will leave you embarrassed in Chipotle. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a
0: fuck.
1: Yeah, your card's getting denied. That's
0: not... Right. Fraud protection is only... It only exists to protect banks. It's not there to protect us. So the Bank Bank of America, if I go like four miles up the street and go to a gas station, they're like, hey, sis, we saw you bought a Monster Energy in <laughs> um, <laughs> Inglewood. In that just don't sound like you. So we shut your card off. <laughs> I remember once I got that alert because I went to Taco Bell
2: and I only got like $5 worth of things. And I got to talk about all the time. And it was like, there's no way it's her because she only bought $5 Shut worth up. of food.
0: <laughs> She'd be getting way more at Taco Bell. She'd be getting Nacho Supreme. She'd be getting at least a yeah. freezy blast. No, this ain't bad. This, like, this is
2: usually 15 to $20 purchase at least. There's no way <laughs> this is her.
0: Paps goes to Taco Bell and drops a stack. <laughs> it's like run it up, <laughs> give yeah, me all that's my the tacos. Fucking
2: dream, hell yeah!
0: Listen, I still fucks with Taco Bell. I, there's a funny joke in Family Guy that was like Meg started drinking alcohol, and they were like uh, Peter was like Meg is drinking alcohol, and the mom was Lois was like No, she's not. She wouldn't do that. And then they open her bedroom door and they see a bag of Taco Bell next to her bed. And They were like <laughs> Her baby's an alcoholic. <laughs> Oh yo. because nothing I busts harder by, than taco bell oh. after a night of drinking Woo. that's right oh, God. because
1: i think the like toxicity of the taco bell is the perfect match for the toxicity of the alcohol like mm-hmm. it's they're of equal yeah. force
0: Doritos Locos Tacos have a hold on me. They have mm-hmm. a hold on me every now and then because Taco Bell stays open late too. Every now and then I got to hit them the Postmates up at 2 a.m. Like y'all.
1: Uh. Postmates <laughs> is always next level because you're like I just paid $50 for a Doritos Loco Taco. Right. For a Doritos Locos <laughs> Taco because they'll show you the prices and then when you get to the checkup I'd be
0: like alright so we got driving fees gas fee Postmate <laughs> fee uh, open the doorknob fee uh,
1: Like, <laughs> I think it's just like a,
2: a what the fuck fee like you're ordering fucking Taco Bell at 3 a.m. Yeah.
1: Right. I will say that's my like number one way of wasting money though is I love I'll waste money on shit like that all the time. Like when I want something, I want it now. Same. And I will pay I no $50 to have, salt to, yes. yeah. <laughs> to have yogurt brought to my house. Yes. To have
0: yogurt brought to my house. Bitch, I want a Chobani. And I want it now. <laughs> I don't care if it's $50. Throw in some granola. Let's make it 100 <laughs> Like <laughs> Absolutely. But you know, Taco Bell actually um, improved the quality of their beef. It's like 100% beef now. They upgraded like all of their foods and produce. But they didn't tell anybody because they didn't want their... This is how you know Taco Bell knows their clientele. They were like, we can't tell our raggedy ass customers that we made the food healthier because they might not come back. <laughs> <It> wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't. They—they're specifically coming for trash, so
2: we can't. Oh yeah, we, we can't know tell them. we are for. And actually, this is the first I've heard of it, and I'm a little offended.
0: It's been that way for a while, though. So you've eaten the the okay. improved Taco bit. I don't so. know what it was
2: before, and I'm very scared. I didn't know it was 100%, not 100%.
0: It's cool. You know, if you've had a McDonald's chicken nugget or get her a hot dog, it's all it's, the same. I, it's the I I, yoga mat, the yoga mat in the bread mm-hmm. Yoga situation. mat tastes good, low-key. I'm
1: like, <laughs> in the apocalypse, do I just munch on that? Like, I might. I got plenty. I mean, maybe that's how much I love yoga. I'm willing to eat it. Right? (laughs) Let me put
0: some Sanzon on on this yoga mat and see what it's doing. Some pickles. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Scams. Call and we are back and it's time for historic hoodwinks and y'all this is gonna be a good one I'm just gonna say up top I will post my Britney Spears toxic photo with a snake on the Instagram cause I want y'all to see like Britney I love this woman so much she influenced my life so much um and she was just a bad bitch who got done dirty all around and we have the experts here part of like the reason the free Britney movement got popping. like I'ma say it y'all free britney i'ma say it <laughs> i'ma say it you know like y'all got the key and y'all unlocked the jail cell and um you know you don't have to claim it but i'm gonna claim it because it's obvious to me when if you saw the new york times documentary about britney which i really really love but you know so they were in the new york times documentary they know all about this we're talking about britney spirits we're talking about conservatorships and um babs
1: you were in the courtroom Test? did you go to the courtroom too no, so they only let one person from each outlet go. So I've mm-hmm. been in the courtroom a bunch of times. This time I was outside covering the protests and all the people that were outside and all that while Babs was inside. I love this. So you guys were both covering it—one from the inside,
0: one from the outside. So we mm-hmm. got all the tea. Love it.
2: We've traded off. Tess was inside. You know when Britney did her testimony.
0: Oh wow, uh, yeah. that was that testimony yeah. was. Happen. Yeah, like it was sad, but it was it was like she really she went for man, it, man. Like being a pop star in that day and age Also fuck Diane Sawyer We gonna get into it uh, oh But fuck her and we'll talk about her later Cause that bitch is raggedy And we just all didn't notice <laughs> Like what a raggedy bitch So she's lucky since- Matt Lauer
1: got cancelled first
0: Right. So if you guys don't know about what we're talking about, um, I'll give you some uh, back back backstory. Since 2008, Britney Spears has remained under conservatorship by her father, Jamie Spears. Jamie, along with a series of other co-conservators, managers and team members, have retained control of Britney's estate and life for 13 years to immense financial benefit. So before we get into this part, uh, the guardianship, have Did y'all go to the Britney Spears Experience when they had it in L.A.? We did. We went for research. Yeah. Did you go? I, f- I felt like she was trying to talk to me. I went and... How they did it was like, and I don't know if y'all, y'all maybe have had like had a VIP experience, but how they did it with us, obviously it's just a place to get Instagram photos. I will post some photos from the Britney Spears experience too. But they had these rooms that you would go into, right? Like y'all know. And it would be like rooms where they kind of replicated stuff from her music videos or they had like pieces from things. And you couldn't leave the room At least in my experience, you couldn't leave the room until the time was up. So we would get our photos off. My homegirl Liz, shout out to Liz Adams and your beautiful baby. Um what she brought clothes so she was like changing over her clothes to get all these Instagram love photos that, Prepared. <laughs> I, was, I was flicking away I was like hit them angles like we were getting all these photos I was crawling on the floor in the toxic airplane and shit but they wouldn't let you leave each room until they were like now you can leave so you were with a group of people and we'd be like we're good like can't we keep walking no they wouldn't let us through the other doors I was like I'm trapped just like Britney oh my god and there was a room where they had the lockers in there from Hit Me Baby one more time and they were like you can slip a note in The lacquer to send to Britney, and I was like,
1: "This feels like she's in prison." (laughs) Well, and she was. And here's the deal with that, though, too, is that whole shit went off without Britney's involvement. So that was Mm. the kind of like death nail of them, like trying to squeeze as much as they could out of her likeness while she was on strike. So she had already said she She wasn't performing. Yeah, she wasn't performing. She's like, "I'm on a work stoppage," and they tried to get her at least come to show up, take a quick selfie, Mm -hmm. be like, "Hey, guys." homegirl didn't come. She was like, absolutely not. So, and I love that for her. Me too. (laughs) Me too. And I do have, did y'all see,
0: obviously y'all saw, did y'all see the nudes that she posted with the flowers? Oh my God, yes. Of course. That's what's
2: been so constant lately is like something huge will happen in her case and we're all freaking out and then she just like, tits. Titty. (laughs) Free the titties. Yeah, she's, she's just going for it. I mean, she literally, she's out, from under her dad for the first time in you know 13 years so i think she's just like
0: a lot of people were like theorizing that like they felt like she didn't post those pictures do you think she posted that's the constant debate constant constant debate debate. i think the nudes are b yeah i do i do i love her so much god i love britney so let's get into it Overview of the guardianship. According to the National Guardianship Association, guardianship is a legal process utilized when a person can no longer make or communicate safe or sound decisions about their person and or property because establishing a guardianship may remove considerable rights from an individual. Um, It should only be considered after alternatives to guardianship have proven ineffective or unavailable. So, you know, guardianship is like this person is reckless. We're trying to keep them alive. Like we can't give them their money. They blowing it all on cocaine. You know, whatever it is like. And this is not I'm not saying this is Britney's thing, but, that you know, that's how guardianship works for people who don't know. I know you guys know. Um, So in America, legal guardianship was designed as a tool only to be initiated as a last resort after the courts have determined that ever less restrictive alternative was exercised, So guys, if y'all haven't seen I Care A Lot, Y'all, I love that movie so much. It's just a scammer versus the mob. And it is my jam. And it talks <laughs> about guardianship, but in this case of elderly people, um, where a woman's basically a vulture and like gets doctors to say like, oh, she's now, Let's take a house. Oh. That is, Yeah, that's
2: like, you know, that's the big thing about Britney's situation is it's brought to light the, the reality, which is that it's a lot of elderly people who get scammed, Um, you know, there's a lot of disabled people who get into guardianships automatically Mm -hmm. when they turn 18. Mm -hmm. So it's really like a lot of people affected by this
0: yes and it's something that we absolutely have to revisit and like if somebody's trying to put your granny in a guardianship you better pull up on your granny and like I don't know move her in because they're trying to rob her they usually only really try to put those guardianships on elderly people at least on people who got some coins or some benefits coming in just like disabled people like you know not all disabled people have benefits coming in but I know some who do because of specific situations or I have a friend who got into a car crash and it was not her fault like I think the car hit her and she was like standing or something and she's been permanently in a wheelchair so she does get money regularly so these are the people that they're trying to come after because they want the coins it's not mm-hmm. about guardianship like no and in america
1: it's very do. very difficult to get out of so that's another really big thing about this is it's kind of like you know when you hit the factory reset button on your phone it's like you're not gonna get those pictures back that's mm-hmm. what it's like when someone goes into guardianship. And so that's especially prevalent in Brittany's case because so much shit went wrong and so many protocols were not followed the weekend that they locked her up and put her in this guardianship. But that one weekend ended up putting her in the situation that she wasn't able to get out of for 13 and a half years.
0: Which is insane. So in practice, like... So basically, once someone's been declared incapacitated by a number of guardians, lawyers, and expert witnesses, they lose basic hu- human rights. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is wild. They can- so this can include their rights to vote, marry, start a family, decide where they live, consent to medical treatment, spend their money. Spend their money. Seek employment, own property, or crucially, the right to seek legal counsel. The system and the people that control it have directly contributed to the abuse and at times death of extremely concerning numbers of adults, many of whom who were fully capable of making their own decisions. So we're talking 2006 to 2021, right? So in late 2007, Britney Spears was made famous for two incidents, shaving her head and shortly after attacking a paparazzi's car. Can I say that... I love the New York Times documentary so much because they interviewed so many people and gave them enough rope to hang themselves and didn't react react to the fact that they were saying crazy shit, including the paparazzo who took the pictures of Britney bashing the car with the umbrella when she was bald. And I remember I was a kid at the time and I was like, oh, that's wild. And then I turned, I think she was like 26 at the time. Mm -hmm. or I turned 26 and I said, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. oh a thousand I mean that's all
2: most of us feel when we look back at that is you're like oh she was being stalked by 50 strangers every time she stepped outside her fucking door yeah
1: I'd be hitting their car with yeah. whatever I could get my hands on if a man touches my back in a club I'm likely to backhand him that's what I was about <laughs> to say Tess like it wasn't even me empathizing with Brittany's specific situation I turned
0: yeah. 26 and I was like I would love to hit cars with an umbrella life is trash <laughs> like I was like sis go off shave your head I'm about to shave my head and hit my head some cars with an umbrella like I was like this makes absolute sense like the ghetto and you're world famous and being stalked like you were saying Babs like yes and then when they broke down the stalker situation for those of you who haven't seen the documentary which I highly recommend it's great um so the paparazzo in question who took the pictures he had been following Brittany all night he went like she went to go try to see her kids at Kevin uh wife beater's house and <laughs> and then tried to come back, went to the gas station. They followed her the entire time. Then they took photos of her while she was sitting in the car, bald-headed, and they were like all up on the dashboard taking photos taking photos so she had taken so many photos and obviously against her will then when they kept going that's when the umbrella incident happened and that woman was under duress she was trying to see her kids she unfortunately fucked a raggedy ass man like you should have learned from Char Jackson girl like mm-hmm. don't fuck that man I'm sure oh, he had dick to put a condom on yeah.
1: <laughs> Exactly. Uh, here's trivia. a little trivia we learned while reporting this story. One of the people we interviewed on the show is Jason Alexander, Brittany's first husband, who, uh-huh. while Brittany was with KFED, Jason Alexander was dating Shar Jackson. What? They made yes. a swap. They made a swap. They made a swap. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that shit happens more often than we
0: think. Like, <laughs> Little Bow Wow has a baby with this woman named Joy, and Sierra... Oh, wait. Lil Bow Wow has a baby with this woman named Joy. Sierra used to date Lil Bow Wow. Sierra has a baby with Future. Joy also has a baby with Future. Whoa. (laughs) They they, they just been dating the same men and having kids. So it's like, what are we? Are we we siblings? Are we cousins? Like, what are
1: we? Like, (laughs) Love that for the industry. Yeah. Right.
0: (laughs) Um, Love Sierra. Glad she got with Russell Wilson and Mm -hmm. left the lean man behind. Uh, (laughs) but I, I love that but but she was being stalked and this paparazzo in the documentary was like nah it was like a mutual relationship like she needed the paparazzi and we needed her and like I love Britney like we had such a good time when she was bashing my car and with an umbrella and I was taking pictures what? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, no, she wanted it. And they were like, he was like, she
2: didn't want us to stop. And they were like, well, what about when she said to stop? And he was like, yeah, but she didn't mean it. <laughs>
0: like, no, she yeah. didn't mean it. You
1: know how women be saying no and they don't really mean no. You know, yeah, you a man. Christ. That's what we've learned over the last two years is when women say no, they don't mean it. So go ahead and do whatever <laughs> you want without their consent.
0: Right. Like yeah. consent. Women don't know how to do that. You know, that's like... <laughs> That used to be like all those problematic movies now from the 90s where there'd be guys at the table like, yeah, yeah, she was like, "All shy at first, and didn't want to have sex with me. And then, yeah, yeah, we did. And it's like the whole brag was like, she didn't want to, but then we did. What?
1: The ghetto. Oh God, no. No. And please, Brittany needed the paparazzi like a bad habit. She already, she was already putting out all these sick music videos. She was creating her own media. She was doing magazine cover shoots. She was was getting exposure. She's globally famous. Like, she
0: don't need your paparazzi exposure. Also, paparazzi, y'all not trying to catch people in a good light because you get more money if they look raggedy. So, like, she don't need that. Like, the Kardashians used to call and I don't know if they still do it. They probably do. But I used to work in a restaurant where they would come sometimes and they would wait in the lobby until the paparazzi came and then they would walk out. So, they would call the paps. You know, like some people they were working do. it. Yeah, they were working it, you know, but Britney Spears, she be working, bitch. Like she she's good. Yeah. So, you know, I, uh, that was so weird because he just kept talking and I was like, bro, you don't well, understand how awful you sound. <laughs> and then it's just, yeah, you fast forward
2: and, you know, in our experience, that's what people were still associating her with, you know, this much later and saying, well, she shaved her head and she did this. So, you know, I guess it's okay that all her rights were taken away.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: and mm-hmm. it's like, you don't know the context of what was happening. Like, this woman was, like, first of all, very young, globally famous and being stalked. Like, what do you think I, is going to happen? And even not knowing the context, it's like, okay, and? Like, what about all
2: these motherfuckers who are, like, violently hurting people right. and still, they can still
0: vote? Like, Jesus Christ. She hit a car with an umbrella now she can't vote. wait. <laughs> <Like, laughs> If that's the case, they should take away all of our voting rights. Like we all have done some crazy shit. (laughs) Honestly, they should. Uh, Half the country don't know how to vote anyway. So (laughs) these incidents were brought on by extreme stress and grief and they cemented her image as crazy. Just like we just said, like she's stressed, she's grieving. And they were like, oh, you're nuts. Like we're going to take your money away. So, she subsequently put on two involuntary, she was put on two involuntary psychiatric holds in the following weeks, the latter of which prompted the involvement from her father, Jamie Spears. So, I don't, we don't have the context of Jamie Spears, but I know you guys remember, and I remember from the documentary, like, at times he had, like, an alcohol problem, he had a bunch of failed businesses. The only thing that this raggedy-ass man has ever been successful at was spitting some seed out and making Britney Spears. That's And right. so, I think part of... <laughs> of him the insecurity of like not being successful and being a straight white man was like this is all I got so I don't even give a fuck if it's my daughter like I'm gonna run it up and also like I he wasn't in the documentary but he was his her brother was and he says some real misogynistic shit that I was like this must be what this household is looking like because he also hung himself he was like you know it's hard growing up with like lots of women in the house they got opinions they talking you know what I mean well why bitches trying to make choices for themselves basically and I was like
1: yeah and knowing he was recorded he's like here this will set the record straight Women yeah, can't right. drive. And then he also said about Britney, like, yeah, she's always wanted
2: to get out of the conservatorship. She's like, motherfucker, you're... Well, idiot. help her, you fool. Right. Yeah, Jamie's Spear... Like, we should say, you know, so on our podcast toxic, we go really deep into the weekend she was conserved. And we do, like, catalog exactly all the ways it was insanely fucked up. But one of the biggest things to me that's so messed up is that she was not talking to Jamie when this all happened. He was not allowed in her home And he swooped in and took over her entire life. Yeah. Like, it's just.
0: Honestly, Brittany better than me because I I might have to go and fight my dad. Like, we're going to get into a (laughs) physical altercation and you you over 60. Like, I'm a win. I'm going for your knees first. (laughs) Like, and then your hip. Like, (laughs) I hope you got life alert because you're going to fall and not get up and we ain't gonna mm-hmm. call nobody <laughs> like i hope that britney can flip this shit when she's finally you know the the last hearings happen and she's out of this conservatorship because i want jamie in a nursing home where they pinching them and they're not changing the bed sheets regularly like i want the worst for him you know <laughs> hmm they're definitely so,
2: coming they're coming for him
0: On February 1st, 2008, a day after her second hold, Jamie ordered the Los Angeles County Supreme Court to put Britney into an emergency temporary conservatorship at the age of 26. Judge Reva Goetz named Jamie the conservative of Britney's person, while he and an attorney, Andrew Wallet, were named co-conservators of her estate. So, important facts. She was not given 5 days advance notice as required by law, but this can be bypassed if a judge decides that they could suffer immediate and substantial harm. So, if they already done put her in the psychiatric facility against her will, you know, I'm sure that they could convince a judge like, oh, well, she's already in a psychiatric facility, so we don't need to do that five days. She don't need time to get a lawyer. Like, we just run they, it up. Yeah. They basically did it because she was
2: hanging out with this guy, Sam Lutfi, all the time. They didn't want him yeah. to know that she was in that about the hearing. So that's why they bypassed it. They said, Sam Lutfi can't find out about this. So why don't we just not tell Britney?
1: And this is it- Sam Lutfi attached to other celebrities? Yeah. Yes. Like Lindsay He's Lohan, I want court- to say. He got up in Lindsay Lohan's shit. He Courtney Love has a restraining order against him. Um, he kind of is just, like, well, this guy that you're, like, he's his own thing. Like, we don't know his backstory. He just kind of appeared out of the ether and got into Britney's life and has kind of, like, gotten his fingers into the life of a bunch he's of people. He's a scammer. There's people
0: like that, especially around celebrity culture, who will gas you up, listen to you, you don't have to say nothing, and then they'll manipulate you and, try, you know, try to take your things. So. Mm-hmm. According to a family friend, Jacqueline Butcher, she was asked to attend the proceedings in order to provide testimony, but instead, this is a quote, the whole process was maybe 10 minutes. No one testified. No questions were asked. Wow. In the state of California, there are three kinds of conservatorships. Brittany was under a probate conservatorship, which is the only one where the conservator of the person is appointed separately from the conservator of the estate, the person who handles the finances. The judge appointed a probate lawyer named Sam Ingham as Spears' advocate against both her and her chosen lawyer's wishes. Damn, so then they also gave her a coin-appointed lawyer? Yeah. And that's
2: the whole, wow. the crux and of that's this the whole, whole thing. thing. Like, yes. this guy sucks. He did not represent his client well the past 13-plus years, and she wanted to get this other lawyer immediately. They said, eh, she doesn't have the capacity to hire her own lawyer, which was part of the, that lawyer she had was part of that decision too. He said she doesn't have a capacity
1: to hire her own lawyer. Why don't you hire me? Wow. Yeah. So everybody was in on this fucking grip. Everyone. And so how also how they got, how they got her in this initial conservatorship is they said that she had dementia, but they didn't provide anything to back that up. They just told the judge, this 26 year old woman has dementia. Who is getting dementia at 26? And that's how many scammers we have involved here is no one in that courtroom asked that question. And everybody they,
0: must have been getting a check or getting paid off because dementia at 26. Mm-hmm. First of all, when Britney does concerts, she got 511 songs. Mm-hmm. She remembered all of those. Mm-hmm. Like, what is, where did the, the dementia cook in? She would have been Yeah,
2: she would have been the youngest ever recorded person to have it, if that was true. Right. And then also they're supposed to get this other thing called a capacity declaration, which they never, that's like the key to getting a conservatorship. They never got it.
0: It just seems like they and it not even seems it is like everybody just made this very rushed decision. I don't know who got paid off allegedly allegedly, but it sounds like some funds were involved because they ignored every aspect of the law to put her in this conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, they got her a lawyer that she didn't want and um then granted conservators petitions to waive the requirement to notify her that any of this was happening, right? So Ingham met with Britney. This is the trash-ass appointed lawyer, probably in a men's warehouse suit. <laughs> giving Nails polyester, it. giving flammable, giving sweat, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So she met. he met with Britney for only 15 minutes after the conservatorship was granted, but has since retained the role, and Britney covers his annual salary of $520,000
1: thousand fucking
0: dollars
1: yes so this motherfucker who finally got fired in july his only job is to advocate for his client Brittany's wishes is incentivized to not advocate for her wishes
0: right because if she's she's out of it he's not gonna get money anymore so why would he lose half a million dollars a year to actually help her Exactly,
2: And we we know from our investigation and from the New York Times reporting and uh, also Ronan Farrow and Gia Tolentino's reporting that she tried many, many times to get out of it. She spoke to him many times about how she wanted out and he never helped her. He
0: never tried to scam an ass lawyer. I just see him showing up with, with a legal pad and she was like okay so these are these are the reasons that we can get out of this and, and she was like why, why aren't you writing and you you ain't writing nothing down yeah oh yeah He's no no, no like... I got it all in my head I got it all in my head yeah 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 no I got it okay so you wanna be free yeah 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 we can work on freedom so freedom probably gonna take like um two to thirteen years um for freedom yeah it's a lot of paperwork you know they actually running out of paper they don't wanna kill no more trees so yeah, I gotta wait for the paper to come in I'm also out of printer ink so
1: you know it's gonna take some time <laughs> freedom's on back look, order right now sorry we'll, we'll look, let you like, know
2: yeah this guy skated for so long doing nothing and was charging that much money and look I've had those jobs okay where I got in there I barely did shit I put in my time card I was like fuck I love that yeah but what like not when there were someone's fucking rights at stake that was not
0: you no. know, that was not what was going on, and that's why I go by the hands policy. And what the hands policy is, anybody who works with me, I always make a joke that's not a joke, and I'm like, yeah, because you know, if you steal from me, I'm gonna have to pop the trunk, and like, and I, <laughs> then I laugh, but not too hard. I'm like, <laughs> 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 like you, know, I'm not just gonna sue you. I'm gonna beat your ass. Like yes. what? And I got some cousins who can help. Like I will find <laughs> you and beat your motherfucking ass if you try to fuck me over. Like that's the conversation I have with anybody who's anywhere near my money. Like,
1: and that hey, basically what. And 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 th- throughout this entire conservatorship, not only did she have her hands totally tied by not being able to hire an attorney, so we all know you're completely fucked in the American legal system if you don't have an f- attorney fighting for you. Right. They're also using her children as a means of coercing her. Mm-hmm. They would say. Do this or you don't see your kids. Go on stage or you're not going to see your kids this weekend. So it literally is is like this motherfucker broke onto her property, broke and injured onto her property, essentially took her hostage and held her that way.
0: Which is just so wild. And that's so complicated because this is your father. You grew up with this man. He probably didn't change no diapers. He doesn't give, like, hands-on. But, you know, like, when you were building your career, he was there. When y'all were going to New York back and forth, like, you know, like, so it's just. He wasn't there, though, actually. he, he Right, wasn't. it was the nanny lady, right? Mm-hmm. What's her name? Policia. She was the only person I liked in that documentary because she She's seemed great. sweet. She seemed really sweet. Everybody else. I was like, can we beat the ass once, once they take the mic back off? Like, it should just be somebody outside whooping ass as people walk out. My
2: my favorite part is that in that documentary is one of Jamie's lawyers, Vivian Thoreen, who previously mm-hmm. worked on the case. She was the only person like, to, you know, on that side to talk. And she you can, she ended up after that going back and being becoming a part of the team again and now she's their mouthpiece and she says on that documentary um i've never seen a, ter- a conservatorship terminated before so baby it's about to happen <laughs>
0: I hope so. Wait, so she was the mouthpiece of Britney's team or of Jamie's, Jamie's team? Jamie's you know why Jamie. they did that? Fucking optics. They were like, it looks like we're a bunch of straight white men oppressing this woman. We better get a woman over here so it'll look fair. And it's like, what are you trying to give us, girl boss? Like, we need more prison guards <laughs> that are women. Right. Feminism. <laughs> we need more murderers that are women. Feminism. No, what? No, this lady's gone on TV.
2: They paid From Britney's money, because Britney, let's just say, pays for all of Jamie's lawyers and pays to be put in this, you know, stay in the situation. So while
1: she had raggedy-ass fucking Costco suit, who I personally witnessed eating Cheez-Its out of a Ziploc bag while waiting for court. (laughs) While she had that schlubby motherfucker in her corner, she was paying for her dad to hire the best legal team money could buy to fight against her.
0: Which... It's completely unethical. Hire your own fucking legal team, you broke bitch. Like... Oh my God, Brittany, you better than me. Cause I might, I might have to hit my dad over the head (laughs) with a pipe. Like, like we fighting. Like I I don't care about the legal stuff in court. If you come into court, I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass. And I'm also going to make sure you don't have no money. I want you to live in squalor for the rest of your life. I'd be like, mama, you better divorce him. Because if you don't, y'all going to be living in a shack. Cause I'm going to take everything. (laughs) I would go after a civil suit. I would, I would sue that motherfucker for everything he had. Like What? So mm-hmm. continuing, a month after being determined incapable, Britney was back at work. Wow, I thought she had dementia. How mm-hmm. she gonna remember the steps? Mm-hmm. Okay. taking on a role on How I Met Your Mother. What was supposed to be a temporary conservatorship was made indefinite in October 2008 by Judge Gates with Jamie retaining control over his daughter. Britney continued working, releasing albums, touring, and appearing on The X Factor. Britney attempted to seek representation from a lawyer, John Erdley, and Jamie Spears launched an attack that destroyed his career as uh, he did not obtain a conservatorship's
1: consent to represent Britney. Which... Get this. You already know. So so basically, while Brittany's in the hospital, she finds this guy who's like, Judah, get me out of here. I need someone to get me out of here. He shows up in court on Monday. The, the raggedy lawyer is like, oh, no, no, no. She can't hire her own lawyer. No, she doesn't have the capacity. So that guy leaves, right? Mm-hmm. They issue an order that day saying that Brittany isn't allowed to meet with any other lawyers unless she gets Jamie's permission first. Which...
0: I mean, the court system is so deeply unethical, but this is just insanity. Like, what? She can't. And and also, if she's not of the capacity to hire a lawyer, why y'all got her out here hitting the the ones and the twos and
1: and singing uh, I'm a slave for you? If she can't can't work, what is happening? Why are you going to make her? She can't work, but you're literally going to write a song for her called Work Bitch? (laughs) <laughs> right. Okay. Like, what? I think she she worked that.
0: So what are we doing? Mm-hmm. In 2011, Britney's charity organization, the Britney Spears Foundation, went bankrupt, but not before sending $50,000 to Mercy Ministries, an organization with strong ties to Lou Taylor, Britney's much disliked business manager, and Lou's husband. So now they're sending $50,000 to uh, charity.com. We know where that money went, and it did not go to nobody's charity. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. charity is like one of those
2: places where they send girls who are pregnant to convince them that the devil will kill them if they have an abortion, and they try to do gay oh. conversion therapy. This is not a good,
1: yeah, not a so, good place. Gay icon Britney Spears, without her consent, donated a bunch of money to an anti-gay organization. So. Th- the previous
0: year, Lou Taylor had tried to put Lindsay Lohan under conservatorship, perhaps after seeing how lucrative it was to have Britney. So then they were like, let's get all the girls who got some residuals coming. in. Uh, let's lock them up and take their money, mm-hmm. which is wild. Members of Britney's team also questioned Taylor's financial. This is Lou Taylor. Financial management during her tours. In a quote, money was wasted in a particular way, and when I asked a question, I got shut down because nobody wanted to admit fault. So they on tour, and they're like, "Yeah, we gonna need a couch from Living Spaces for Brittany in the in the uh, it's on her rider. She's also gonna need three lamps from CB Two, and um."
1: Also, a mortgage payment on my
0: house for the concert.
1: Like, we're, Like, we're, what are y'all spending money on? Literally. we So part of, like, for we did this one episode that was just all about her money. And we went through, like, all the accounting reports for the last 12 years. Brittany, who's not allowed to drive her alone in her own car, is in that situation. But her security guards and other people, we saw on her accounting reports, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in auto purchases. So these motherfuckers who are keeping her detained in her own house, are driving around in Maseratis and shit. Well, she can't drive.
0: During this time, Brittany was isolated from much outside communication. She either had friends, sneak her phones, or borrowed phones from strangers as hers were often taken away, disconnected, or mirrored to her lawyer's phones. Yeah. It's... like this is i'm sorry guys this is a rough episode because i'm just like i just want to beat everybody's ass i know that's the general
2: takeaway from most of her story
0: I'm like, bro, y'all can't just get away with like, oh, she's free from the conservatorship. Blood must be shed. I'm not saying kill anybody, but, you know, within inches of their life, make them think they gonna
1: die. Like, what the hell? I think when Jamie does his his, uh, walk into jail, all of us should line the streets just tapping umbrellas in our hand.
0: Just... Right, we need to go fucking Game of Thrones. I want shame, shame. I'll be out there with a bell, do, 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 shame, shame. And I want people throwing rocks, and not big rocks, small, tiny, painful rocks as he walks in. Like, I'm going to be outside selling rocks, y'all, selling rocks and bells, because... <laughs> something has to happen to this man so around 2015 the tone of Britney's Instagram changed and like y'all know Britney's Instagram is y'all thing so this is I know y'all know all about this <laughs> while before it had been mostly impersonal account postings and promo material there now appeared to be an actual person behind the post and that person was actually Britney. B- this marked the change in Britney's freedom to communicate with the world and new subject of cultural fascination prompted our guests on the show today right that's why y'all are here so Tess Mar- And Barbara Gray uh, created the podcast Britney's Graham in 2017. In 2019, Britney went silent on social media for several months following Jamie falling ill and her co-conservatorship, Andrew Wallet, resigned with $100,000 of a parting payment. The following month, TMZ broke that she had been checked into a mental health facility. Two weeks later, you guys, the hosts of Britney's Graham, received an anonymous voicemail from a paralegal previously connected to the conservatorship and alleged that Britney had been at the facility for months forced there against her will. So I remember this. I listened to this episode where you guys had the voicemail. Um, Do you have any more details about that voicemail or like obviously like. Guys, listen to Britney's Gram and you can hear it too. But yeah, if it's,
2: um, you know, the episode 75, it's called hashtag free Britney of Britney's Gram. And we kind of do a good walk up to like what had been going on at the time and, you know, all the stuff that had been going on. But it was wild. Yeah, we got it in the, you know, late Tess was editing late one night, saw this. We just had random voicemails at the end of our show that usually like funny, stupid mm-hmm. insights into like what we were been talking about, because our show was a comedy show. You know, we talk about her minion right. memes and shit. And then we got this voicemail from a whistleblower, you know, who'd worked at a law firm involved with Britney's case saying, like, she's there against her will. She's been there for months, confirmed a lot of fears that we all had. And we stayed in contact with him after that via text. And he told us some other details. But yeah, we we had a huge decision to make, which was like, fuck, are we going to put this out into the world? It was scary mm-hmm. as hell. Um but we talked, you know, with each other. We talked with legal experts to try and protect ourselves as much as we could. Mm-hmm. And we just said, all right, let's fucking go for it. We dropped it in the uh, middle of the night. I love
0: that y'all did that. I just say wild shit, and then I'd be like, y'all pay for my abogado fund. I'd be driving <laughs> around taking pictures of billboards and the sides of buses, just waiting for the day I get sued. So I, I appreciate y'all's due diligence. Well, so you dropped this in I, the I, middle.
1: <laughs> it was kind of scary because, like that episode, we were very careful about being like. Yes, allegedly, this is what's happening because we knew a lot of people were going to listen to it. But prior yeah. to that, we had just been running our mouths. And so allegedly also...
0: doesn't cover you legally. I'll be throwing, le- <laughs> I'll be sprinkling allegedly's in, especially the Sean King episode. And then <sighs> my, one of my producers was like, I hope you know that doesn't protect you legally. I was like, wow. <laughs> oh,
2: fuck. Oh, oh. no.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, we,
2: we dropped it. Um, Cause we were like scared. It would get, try to get taken down or something. So we dropped it in the middle of the night. And the next morning, it was fucking everywhere already. It was
0: everywhere. It was yeah. so huge. And like, shout out to that paralegal. Y'all, if you want to become a paralegal, like just watch daytime TV. They'll tell you what uh, online schools you can go to. Phoenix, um, you know, the black man who used to yell at us like, get off your couch. It's two in the afternoon. Why you don't got no job? Come to Everest, you raggedy bitch. And be a paralegal or a billing and coding expert. <laughs> so, so, I love this paralegal who was like, Bitch, I ain't got no law degree. I do need to, I'm about to tell everything. Like, I love that. I love that for them. So, it was during this time that the Free Britney movement really began gaining momentum and conspiracies among fans began developing when her Instagram grew a little strange. Uh, there's a hyperlink here. Can y'all click on that for me? So, Jamie and Lou Taylor sued fans on defamation after it was alleged that Britney's team was altering her Instagram to make it appear like she was mentally unwell. So Britney had a moment where she loved to do these videos. also like Britney low rise pants got a hold on the like we let them go they're terrible but her body is fantastic she loves so she can still wear them but we all let low rise pants go we canceled them I will fight Levi's any store that tries to roll them back out because why I gotta show my coochie the top of my coochie when I'm wearing pants but she looks so good in them but there's these videos that she's doing where she was like twirling and like walking back and forth and showing off little outfits and stuff and so people thought that this was like strange. And this the biggest one with this one is people had said in her comments, like,
2: you know, wear a yellow shirt if you need if you're help. scared. If you need yeah, if help, wear yeah. a yellow shirt. So Whoa. then in this post, she's wearing a yellow shirt and she says, I was so excited. I threw on my favorite yellow shirt. So of course everyone just goes well and bananas. at the time
1: even I was like y'all I don't I think that's probably just a coincidence. But now that we know that the extent of the recording in the bedroom and the all of that, I think it's very likely that she saw that and was like, yeah, yellow, yellow. Yeah,
0: And I mean, I would also say maybe it's a cry for help because she was like, and I threw on my favorite yellow shirt. That's yellow.
1: Yeah, she was really like,
0: wink, wink. I'm walking back and forth because I cannot leave. Yes. And I'm wearing the yellow, <laughs> like which means caution tape, which means crime. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I love this. I love these wings. Now, wait, I have to double back test. You said recording in the bedroom. What, oh, what do you yeah. mean about
1: that? So this is uh, the New York Times dropped a second documentary the Friday before her hearing. So this is, I guess, last week. They on mm-hmm. end of September, they dropped a second documentary where they spoke with a security person who had deflected from her security team, who had been on the security team mm-hmm. for like 10 years. And he broke down all the ways they were surveilling Britney throughout this time. And this is something that Babs and I encountered a lot because we talked to a lot of people that are close to Britney and have known her different periods in her life. And it was like a, re- a lot of people would say, I feel like it's bugged every time I talk to her. I feel like mm-hmm. our conversations are being surveilled. This security guard said they had signed, they had an iPad that was signed into her iCloud. So they were mm-hmm. monitoring... Every text, Not every the email, her eye, they had her iCloud, and they were recording inside her bedroom.
2: Oh, my He said they recorded God. over 180 hours in her bedroom. In
0: her bedroom. That is absolutely unhinged. Also, I learned from football players who be cheating on their wives and girlfriends, you can just turn off like uh iMessage and then your shit won't go to the cloud because i remember Mm. like getting green texts and my friends getting green texts from somebody like on the seahawks that we were like going to bars and shit with (laughs) and they were green and then when i saw him i was like but you got an iphone And he was like oh yeah i turned the iMessage thing off so that it don't go to the cloud yeah so when you turn that on, message baby like, girl.
2: I will say you're giving up. You're becoming a a green texter then, and that I don't know yeah, if it's worth it. That's to me. very
0: embarrassing. <laughs> it is because, like, honestly, if you have green texts, I will stop talking to you. And that's <laughs> that's because I'm in the work. cult of Apple. They made them such a doo doo green. I can't look at them.
1: No, no, no. And it then we're not sense. trying to be in a group text with you, getting a separate text every time someone likes something. <sighs> It's so exhausting. Won't y'all just join the
0: cult? I mean, yeah, your <laughs> you Android phones are yeah. superior. Yeah. And yeah, they're more durable. Yeah, our phones break every other day and yeah. they're fully made of glass, but we're, <laughs> <laughs> come on, get a blue text. Exactly. So Britney's net worth um, so and the intentional ambiguity about her net worth over the last 13 years working whether she wanted to or not due to the terms of her conservatorship Britney made four albums did three world tours and endorsed a number of products and made television appearances while Britney was on tour in a residency in Las Vegas she made at times $300,000 a night. On The X Factor, she earned $15 million. However, regardless of how much money she made, she was only allowed a weekly allowance of $2,000. Mm-hmm. 2000 There's Two stories
2: thousand. of her going to dinner with a friend and not being able to pay. Yeah. Like,
0: you're Britney fucking yeah. Spears! <laughs> I told you show. go to dinner with Britney Spears and she like hold on let me check my bank account how much did y'all say it is wait who ordered the margarita cause I ain't get no margarita um we, are we splitting this equally like it's Britney fucking Spears and she over here gotta buy clothes from Shein
1: and shit cause she ain't got no damn money even though she working she like a slave she loves those clothes though I mean, she does to be fair but, but I mean there's that was another thing in this most recent New York Times documentary they I didn't say Shein was bad she'd be having cute clothes i'm just saying like she works so hard
0: and two thousand dollars a week like i know to a, you know an average person of that sounds like a, a lot of money. money but if you are a world famous person and you want to go hit mastros or you want to like live the life that you've worked so hard for two thousand dollars a week it might be tough girl you can't even get no valentinos for that no, no, no.
2: Well, no, no, I mean, no. when you look at all the money everyone around her is making too. I mean, Jamie was making sixteen thousand dollars a month as her conservator. He also made a percentage of her shows, so he was incentivized to keep her working even when she was sick. She would come on stage and say, "I have a hundred and four degree fever." Yeah, and he was in charge of her well being. You know, it's just it's so gross. And
0: she got on stage and said, "I have a hundred and four degree fever," and they were like,
1: "Man, Annie." and just started the show. Yes. What? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I mean, they were restricting her shit to the point. That's another thing they talk about in the New York Times documentary that just came out. She would be like, I want sushi. And they'd be like, Brit, sushi's too expensive. I'm sorry, you can't have sushi. I want some Skechers. 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 We're not talking about Louboutins. Skechers. She was like, I'm trying to get the ones that, like, make your booty tight. The ones with the (laughs) lift. Like, all I want to do is... Those shape-ups.
0: All I want is some (laughs) shape-ups. She can't get no damn shape-ups. No. Oh, my God, Brittany, I'm so sorry. Not you can't even get no damn shape-ups. Brittany said, said, I want some Crocs. They said, you can have some Crocs, but you can't have no add-ons. You can't have no pins. You can't (laughs) afford that, okay? And we getting you last season. Cause you can't afford the new ones. We're going to the clearance section. What the hell? So, despite a massive amount of income, her work has produced. Britney Spears' net worth appears to be sixty million dollars, a fraction of her peers. And like that's because she's been getting robbed. Like she getting robbed by everybody. How everybody? Everybody joined up and was like, "We all gonna do a robbery together." Mm-hmm. She's been getting robbed, and they also
2: underreport her IP. They are not required. So every year they have these accounting reports that go through the conservatorship. We have read these things line by line by line. They're hundreds of pages long and they're supposed to report out all the money she makes. They don't report any of her IP. They said, uh, sorry, it's too hard. We can't report it. Which and IP talk-
0: for you guys who don't know is intellectual property. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be so like
1: p- her song royalties every time she shows up in a commercial, her everything, everything that her makes perfume. Britney Spears, Britney Spears, yeah. her perfumes. Yeah, and her perfume empire is like, it's one of the most lucrative perfume impairs of any celebrity. Listen, I will say
0: that, like,
1: Britney Spears
0: perfume, I personally, like, didn't like to smell it on myself. But when I would wear that shit, oh, the man would come running. they would be like, oh, you smell so <laughs> good. Oh, you smell like... <laughs> You smell like a little, a little sexy teenager. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you smell like low-rise so,
0: like, jeans. Right. Yeah. Like she, her perfumes be popping. They're
1: popping, and I no, definitely they made a shitload of money. And we talked to an intellectual property expert who said that an average celebrity perfume can bring in twenty million dollars a year. Wow. So this starts and to add up to like a shitload of money that's not really being accounted what she, for. What does she she had multiple too? What was that? Did she have oh, fantasy? She, oh, had, she has um,
2: She's she, released 25 since she's been conserved. She has yeah. over 30 in her name, but 25 since she's been conserved.
0: And they smell good. Like she really mm. probably took Victoria's Secrets uh perfume out of business because Yep, <laughs> yep. I'm done that no more
2: body splash. She single-handedly She single-handedly smashed smashed ruined body, body splash. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because since we all had a body splash back in the day, you yep. had to splash it on your body. I okay? toasted
1: sugar vanilla. No more. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: toasted sugar vanilla. Oh, that one had a hold on the girls. That was a popular
0: one. Mm-hmm. And one that was fruity. That was pink. Raspberry. I don't know yes. What... The raspberry. Yeah. One. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was a raspberry. Mm-hmm. hoe, honey. Why do was... we
2: think smelling like vanilla was a good idea? We're like just like a straight up cookie. Listen,
0: cause yeah, cause then the, then the man would be like, "Oh, you smell like a cookie. Give me that cookie. <laughs> Give me that cookie." Right? We we wanted to smell edible. I'm like, let me put this brownie body splash on to get the get the get the girls to the yard. So, which so they're not reporting all of her intellectual property, right? This is, this is insidious of how conservatorships can work. Um, Basically, any shady dealings are not done behind closed doors. And in this case, the court gave Jamie Spears full permission to not include Britney's highly valuable IP in her assets. Because the court was just like, we doing crime with you. Like, what do we... (laughs) We love it. So there are records of his spending and everything he was paid from the estate, and it had to be approved by the court. Yet somehow, the only people who truly benefited from any financial decisions were Jamie and team members he helped appoint. As of 2021, Jamie Spears has collected at least $5 million from his daughter. At least. At and they're least. They're not disclosing all the Underlying bull
1: italicize that because...
0: Yeah, because they're not disclosing everything. So he definitely got more than that. So around half is from the $16,000 that you guys mentioned, monthly conservatorship fee that Britney's required to pay out. In 2014, Jamie positioned the courts to receive compensation from Britney's Las Vegas residency. He petitioned the courts to get that coin, and y'all said this. In addition to the allowances and rent allotment he already received, he claimed 1.5% of gross revenue from the show and the merchandise. due to creating significant savings and value for the estate through his efforts quote what bitch you're not contributing shit like jamie you have no talent you suck you are a raggedy raggedy bitch you're not even basic you're below basic like you're not even doing the minimum as a human being just sucking up all the white man's air wasting space get out (laughs) of (laughs) here So during her June 2021 statement, Britney said it makes no sense whatsoever for the estate of California to sit back and literally watch me with their own eyes make a living for so many people and pay so many people trucks and buses on tour on the road with me and being told that I'm not good enough. It's been a long time since I've owned my money and it's my wish and my dream for all of that to end.
1: Yeah, I was sobbing. I was in the courtroom when she said that, and it was the whole thing. It was just like, yes, girl. Like, yes. uh, To think about what it took for her, the balls it took for her to make that Mm -hmm. statement, knowing that, and this is what happened, that court session ended, and those same motherfuckers were in charge of her. She called 911 on them the day before because she was so scared, and she still went ahead with it.
0: I mean, just... Like the California court system, y'all really failed Britney in a way that's just baffling to me. Like I can't, like all of y'all, like this judge should be disbarred. All of these lawyers should be disbarred. Like y'all are criminals. This is criminal behavior. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's a court of law. And y'all were like vibes. Laws are vibes. Like, we not... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we saw what it said in the the Constitution. We we saw what it said in the law. But, you know, that's more of a, like, a... (laughs) You know, it's like a breeze. Like, you can't see it. You just feel it. Like, what are y'all doing? (sighs) This is so gross. So, the beginning of the end of the conservatorship. In September 2019, Jamie stepped down as primary conservator but retained conservatorship of the the estate. Which, like, that's all he fucking wanted. He don't give a shit about Britney. He just wanted to steal her fucking... Money, Despite growing scrutiny and even Sam Ingham showing up to support the Free Britney movement, the conservatorship was extended until September 2021. So one of Jamie's lawyers said during a Good Morning America interview, Britney knows that her daddy loves her in response to negative comments regarding Jamie. Note, Britney is 39. I don't know. I can't speak for Britney, but I don't know if I could love a man who did this to me. Like, I think love is out the window. Mhm. Yeah. Love don't live here anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he showed up and like, oh no, love moved out. Yeah, like thirteen yeah. years ago, love left, packed his suitcase and dipped. <laughs> love
1: is Actually, in the case. Love never. I don't even know if love ever showed up to the party because this guy was a fucking abusive piece of shit. Her entire not on childhood his side, too. but I'm yeah. sure maybe on hers. Like even yeah. if you know you
0: have a, a parent who's abusive or a, a romantic partner who is, like a lot of times there's still love there. So right. which is not good. It's toxic, but it's like it's your father. Mm-hmm. It's just. So it was also around this time that Britney seriously began fighting to have Jamie removed as her conservator entirely. And a judge appointed Bessemer Trust Company of California as a co-conservator at as a band-aid at the request of Britney. So she was like, Can we at least get somebody who is looking at his spending? Like, can somebody watch him? Cause y'all like everybody watching me. You know, I go in the bedroom. I I can't even get on Pornhub on my phone and and have a good time without somebody listening. That's crazy.
1: Can we get a screen share on one of these Excel sheets, please? Thank you. Right. (laughs)
0: The bedroom? I'm like, I can't even fart in peace? No. No. So... Professional conservator Jody Montgomery was also appointed as Britney's personal conservator. In June of 2021, Britney addressed the court for the first time in two years. This is the one that you were at, Tess, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So she gave her own detailed and passionate account about the abuse that she suffered at the hands of her team, family, and others over the past 13 years. At the beginning of 2021, Jamie Spears formally filed to terminate the conservatorship, which... What do you think motivated that do you think it was like the press like what do you think
1: i think he was his back was against the wall at that point so there wasn't really gonna be any like i stick around and get to keep this job and i think he Mm -hmm. realized that now if he had gotten what he wanted and the conservatorship had just been ended on wednesday this this hearing that we just went to then it would have been like from what i understand it would have been like okay close up shop close the door all set Brittany, go home but it would have made it a lot more difficult for Brittany's new lawyer to do discovery against Jamie to get access to all the books and all the sealed communications and all the documents mm. that have been going on for the 13 years and go after these guys. So that's why Jamie oh. wanted it to end so he could walk away scot-free.
0: So he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can get out of this. Uh, Jamie's over here burning, burning all the paperwork, <laughs> de- deleting everything in his computer, throwing, throwing
1: throwing his laptops in the ocean. Yeah, like Lucy in the chocolate factory, just putting Lamborghinis <laughs> in his mouth and in his pants. And- right. <laughs> Hide all these gold bricks.
0: I don't know why I bought so many gold bricks. <laughs> like, put that Gucci away. We got to pretend we's poor. Like." <laughs> And 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 this is a non sequitur, but and because we're getting to the end of my information, but there's still some so, a few more things I want to talk about, and then we'll uh, hop to the end of the show. But did y'all see Jay, uh, Britney Spears' little sister Jamie performing her songs? Places? Yes, I did not that? watch it,
2: but I did hear about it. What was that? Well. Jamie Lynn is her own, like, just a tragic figure. An American tragedy. Uh, and
0: just to also contribute to the stress and duress that Britney was under. I gotta talk about Diane Motherfucker Sawyer. Please. This raggedy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So there were, at the time, you know, Britney was releasing some more, I think that all the girls, the pop girls at this time went through this phase of like, I'm not Disney anymore. I'm dirty. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to put oil in my head and, and I'm going to be Christina Aguilera with some highlight, some blonde hair on top and some black hair on the bottom. And I'm going to roll around that oil and get dirty. You know, so Britney was doing like, you know, her music videos and like, she's a beautiful girl and, you know, was wearing gorgeous fits and dancing and shit. And... there was a politician who was like i would shoot britney for what she's doing to our children which they only put that on women and gay people because men be you know they never get that uh if we're doing that jenny wine should also be shot and also d'angelo he has a full video where he's
1: just naked spinning around oiled up and that did a lot for me and Uh, that's fine you know and you know what for what it's worth i would like that to continue
0: Right. I would love it. I want everybody to continue to get oiled up and naked. I
1: love to see it. But, but you know,
0: so this politician was attacking her. Diane brought this up in an interview and was like, what do you say to this woman who says that she wants to shoot you? Because a lot of people do. And Brina was like, well, that's a horrible thing to say, basically. And she was like, yeah, but also, like, don't you see why people want to shoot you? Like,
1: yes. what the fuck? Yeah, like, first of all, you know, we're all, like, people on the Internet. We've all probably had terrible things said to us. And we Mm -hmm. mute and block that person. There's always some motherfucker. Can you imagine being on an on-camera interview and this person's like, hey, you know the meanest, most violent person, the shittiest troll has ever said? I'm going to read it back to you because I'm sure that's fun to hear again. And And uh, be uh, like, now tell
2: me why this is your fault. They have a point, right? Right. You You know what they should
0: shoot you? Like, what the hell? Dinosaur deserves to catch hands. Like, she needed her ass beat for that. Brittany was so composed in that interview. She Mm -hmm. was so kind. She was so thoughtful and sweet at the hands of a fucking, like, just disgusting bitch. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what's so gross, too, is like, They were
2: just, they could say anything they wanted to Britney. There was obviously Mm -hmm. no filter. You know, they constantly were Mm -hmm. asking her about her virginity. They would say fucked up shit like that to her in interviews. And then she got into the conservatorship with the same team, basically. And they wouldn't allow her. That's when they decided, oh, we have stipulations for these interviews. You cannot ask her about her conservatorship. They would not let her talk about anything involving that and how controlled she was. So it's like, oh, cool. You'll step in when it'll cover your ass. But you'll just totally let her be out there and let, let her anyone hang out say to dry. whatever like, the fuck Who they, the fuck they, they was they her
0: publicist at the time? Because I'm sorry, like in the middle of that Diane interview and all those, you know, interviews about her and Justin Timberlake, also fuck Justin Timberlake. Like, why did the PR person just step in like, ah, interviews over? Because the, the fuck? Exactly. Like, exactly. She better they, than me.
1: They were never there. They were never protecting her when she needed it and then ever well you know. and i think that's why the britney story is so infuriating because is that not just the story of being a woman in this world mm-hmm. nobody has your back nobody mm-hmm. especially <laughs> as a
0: black woman seriously you just right?
1: into the unless unless they want us to work for them and be their mules they're like can y'all
0: get behind this mu- movement negruses we we will never credit you or pay you for your labor like what but you need I, one <laughs> ounce of help and nobody's there insane insanity um so back to this according to Matthew Rosengart Brittany's lawyer a quote it appears that Mr. Spears believes he can try to avoid accountability and justice including sitting for a sworn deposition and answering the discovery under oath which is why he was like bye y'all like I got all I can get as of september 29th 2021 jamie spears is no longer britney's conservator instead a public accountant named john zabel was appointed britney's temporary conservator at the request of her lawyer it's possible that the conservatorship could be terminated entirely at the november 2021 court hearing so babs what was it like inside the court it was wild. I mean, basically,
2: it was unlike any other hearing I've been to because we were pretty sure that there was going to be a good outcome, which that it was either going to be that the whole thing was going to end or that mm-hmm. Jamie was going to be suspended. So it was unlike any other one we've gone to where you're just like, oh God, I'm so scared. I mean, I was still like, had butterflies, but. It was basically Jamie's lawyer arguing, let's just end it. Why don't we just end it? Which you know means that they shouldn't because they're trying to hide some fucked up shit, mm-hmm. which is basically what her lawyer said. Rosengart was like, well, what do you have to hide? Why don't we suspend him today? Then that means we'll get access to all of his documents, all of his communications with his the lawyers. And then that way they can actually really go after Jamie in a solid way. Mm-hmm. So that was the argument back and forth, back and forth. And then, you know, the judge said, Well, let's suspend let's suspend Jamie. Let's get this other guy in here. And it was just like I was so shocked and just And then Rosengart said, And we're putting on the table a hearing to terminate the conservatorship before her birthday. She turns forty in December. Yeah. So November 12th
0: for her birthday. November I 12th.
2: Like I, I mean, he said that shit. And I was like, he's not saying that unless he fucking thinks it's going to happen because he knows the Brittany army will have his head if that shit doesn't go down. Yes. So
0: I think we're looking at I think it being terminated very soon because y'all were the ones who got me on the Free Britney movement because I didn't know how bad it was until I started listening to your podcast. And I was like, what the hell? Like, how did y'all take this beautiful bad bitch with all these talents and and manage to extort and rob and scheme? And that's why Jamie's like, okay, uh, are we ending it? Okay, bye, bye.
2: Like, (laughs) he doesn't want... (laughs) Trying to sleep away.
0: get the
1: shredder! Like... (laughs) It's literally like he's in the middle of the bank robbery. And he's like, JK, LOL, I have a dentist appointment. No, you right, already came in here right, with you your gun. you can't guns. get out of that. He's no. got the gun, the ski
0: mask. And he was like, oh, oh, it's police in here. You know what? I just love to carry a gun and a ski mask. I'm actually getting my getaway, excuse me, car. I'm going to get in my car and uh, I'm going to just go. Let's just act like this didn't happen. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Yes, a thousand
2: percent. It was so obvious. So... Yeah, that's what happened. They appointed this new guy and, you know, knock on wood, but. I
0: and before we say. move out of this segment, do you guys have any final thoughts? Like anything that wasn't covered in this? Like what, like any final thoughts about this Britney situation? And I'll go first. I'll give you guys time to think. I, I guess my biggest thing is why did so many people fail her who and 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 her the lawyer jamie's lawyers her appointed lawyer like they're all gonna be fucked like we know that but like these judges who gave these rulings who allowed all this shady ass shit to happen like i want names like we we need to harass you for the rest of your fucking life like i want to release
1: snakes at your house every day like (laughs) what yeah yeah it's despicable. I mean, I think that that was just people were not looking at Brittany as a person. The judges weren't. Nobody was. Nobody was. She was a money making
0: machine. And mm-hmm. that is it. Mm-hmm. Well, and like we said, you know, the first the first
2: hearing when she got into the conservatorship was like 10 minutes long. And we've sat in on days and days watching judges look through conservatorship che- That's how fast these things are. Yeah. Like, that's how it's, they have no time. There's 60 cases on their docket a day. They, you know, so there's obviously ju- blame on the judges, and I think especially Britney's judges, but the whole system's just incredibly fucked up. And the people, the victims, don't have much of a chance, you know, if they don't have somebody strongly advocating for
0: them. So, right. 10 yeah. minutes to take someone's entire freedom away.
1: Bitch, it take longer to get a burrito bowl at Chipotle. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you try to go to In-N-Out, you can get three people conserved. You know? What? I mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: I, yeah. I think that's.
0: Drive-through the conservatorship. They're like, no, don't even get out the car. The judge going <laughs> to come to the window. Uh, he got
1: the gavel. No worries. Like, yeah, You what? can pay with your debit. It's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah no yeah we'll put her in this van afterwards we're we'll just throw in this van like what the hell it's embarrassing um, but as always free Britney and I Britney, really hope that this Britney. works out because I love Britney Spears and also Britney girl get some revenge <laughs> please I think she's going to I get think some she's going for to me sis
1: <laughs> oh I think she's pissed I think she's yeah. ready. Yeah, she's coming. She's coming. (laughs) First
0: of all, divorce your family. Don't ever see them motherfuckers again. They all trash. She said I
2: wanna sue my entire family and
0: (laughs) she said I wanna sue my whole family. (laughs) As she should. Like I want I want the family to have a reunion and I want somebody to show up in an ice cream uniform and then just hand out papers just ser- <laughs> you're
1: served you're served you're served like you know here's a fudge pop you bitch like <laughs> Can you imagine how much fun she should recruit like the top members of Britney army to serve them they would love yes. that should be like their prize for all their service it's just... oh my god
0: Brittany I will get some wigs and some costumes and I will serve whoever you want I want to be a part of this I'll be a meter maid just standing at the they're like why am I getting a ticket my meter's still full you're getting served bitch <laughs> <laughs> Like, I want to have so much fun with this because they all are just despicable human beings. Like, bad people motivated by greed and jealousy. Gross. So, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back for the saddest part of the show. The end where I have to let Tess and Babs go. Robbery! Robbery And fraud! Wow, this episode's a long one. I hope you guys... It's like a feature-length film right here. Hope you guys are enjoying it. So, Scammer of the Week. This is where we highlight a, a charlatan that's worthy of our praise, or maybe not, like bitch-ass Jamie Spears.
1: <laughs>
0: both Jamies. I'm talking about Lynn, too. There's so... a lot of Jamies in this. Right. How you gonna name your daughter after yourself? You've grown. Like, what selves? are you doing? Yeah. Boring. <laughs> stupid. So... One Danish museum has, and y'all tagged me in this shit on Twitter, on Instagram. Like, I feel like somebody mailed me a letter. I got y'all. So, one Danish museum has been duped by the concept artist who's taking what was supposed to be the art as his payment. So, the Kunstmann Museum in Alborg, Denmark, commissioned Jens Haining to remake versions of his two earlier works. The originals were made of cash on display in Danish krone and euro banknotes. So, we have a picture of it. So it's basically just a frame, and then some very equally placed out monies, mm-hmm. and then for some reason the last line is not finished. I guess that's the art of art, all? yeah. <laughs> some art shit. I don't know. <laughs> right, like when we talked about how art is like heavily used in money laundering and all types of weird shit, you know? Oh yeah, art scam. Art's a scam. But I love artists. Like, I love y'all. Like, keep doing y'all's art. But I hope y'all out there scamming, too. Like, Mm -hmm. get get in on that. (laughs) So... The originals were made of cash and on display, right? They were meant to represent the average annual income of Danish and Austrian citizens with a combined value of around $84,000. The museum gave Haining $84,000 in banknotes to recreate the pieces, solely to be used as materials and not payment. Haining instead sent the museum two mm-hmm. empty frames, stating in an email that he instead decided to make new artwork. Love it. The email, along with many empty frames, are now on display. Take the money and run. Haney has no <laughs> intention of returning the money and says it's a protest against low pay. Reportedly, the fee he was to have been paid would still have left him out of pocket. Wow. wow. Haining hasn't technically broken the contract, but will have to return the money by January 2022. Oh, no. First of all. People are looking at this painting. We are literally looking at people looking at a blank cam- canvas. Yes.
1: Yes. And this is much more compelling than just the canvas with the bills in it. Right. And all a museum does is
0: steal shit from, from black and brown people and put it in nice little cases with good lighting. Be like, mm-hmm. look at all this shit we stole. Like, now you're getting more people to traffic your museum to look at a blank canvas
1: that made world news.
0: Uh, he should he win the win. money back.
1: Yeah, I think this guy's brilliant. I think he should be celebrated. I look forward to the rest of his work. I mean, he made a piece. He, it's the right. artist's decision what the ultimate piece ends up being. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you can't be like, oh, I asked for this artwork from this artist and then they gave me something different. Like, that, it's art, right? And honestly, y'all over here, Brandon, they talk about take the money and run so people will come look at a blank ass canvas. Y'all getting museum fees, you know?
1: What, what's the problem? Also, he wasn't going to make that much money. And it was, what, $80,000? And so, he said yeah. he
0: was going to come out of pocket if he had made the art like they wanted. He wouldn't have even made what he was supposed to make.
1: No, the real scam, this is a the story of a failed scam of the museum trying to scam the artist and the artist mm-hmm. flipping the scam around, becoming the scammer and becoming mm-hmm. a better artist for it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Fantastic I love move. it. Fantastic. I'm glad we had a bright
0: spot at the end of the show because. (laughs) I just want to know I wish I had all the names right now so I can read them out because I just want like the the worst stand group to harass them like the barbs the barbs are a very aggressive stand group they're really awful so I, I want the barbs to get a hold of this <laughs> I want them to ruin these men's lives Please. uh but guys that brings us to the end of our show uh we always ask on the show where do you want to be found so Tess we'll start with you where do you want to be found and anything you want to promote
1: yeah uh you can find me on my socials is testify with two s's testify barker on everything and please listen to my podcasts lady to lady and toxic yes. the britney spears story which is me and babs like deep like serious investigative kind of yeah. ten part it's you like a 10 part
2: we go in if you want to know anything about the story mm-hmm. we <laughs> tell it there
0: all the juicy details and all the crazy details as well and babs where would you like to be found
2: um yeah babs gray on twitter babs gray on instagram and uh, we both host a few comedy shows in la lady to lady has a show first sunday of every month so come check those out sometime and yeah
0: yeah thanks y'all are very funny i had so much fun doing your podcast lady to lady is really fun um y'all should listen listen to both of these podcasts they're great um and always guys if you want to snitch on your friends and family just make sure your bag is retired scamgoddesspod at gmail.com if you want to see pictures of me with a snake and all other types of things scamgoddesspod on all platforms and if you want to follow me d-i-v-a-l-a-c-i-diva lacy on all platforms lacy mosley on tiktok and guys you can stream all episodes of i carly on paramount plus you can stream all episodes of a -A 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 black lady sketch show on hbo max uh congregation stay scheming This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming! This has been a Team Coco production
1: in association with Earwolf.